hello and welcome back to Education Honestly. So there is a growing trend, pardon me, of burnout in the teaching world. There are increasing amount of people on leave. And to be quite blunt and honest, there are people leaving the profession in what feels like droves. I'm not sure that I could actually qualify that with a number, but people are leaving and they're leaving quickly. And there are people arriving and really don't seem to know what to expect. And so when things are not easy and it doesn't come at you easily and when you're not sure what to do in a situation with a new student or a student with the behavior and then all of a sudden you've got to manage people are burning out so i would just i would categorize that as being done there are people who well not just people like there are teachers it's specific to teachers although i'm noticing this across the board from every line it um People are, I don't know if it's just ill-equipped or overwhelmed, but they're not functioning well within this current learning environment or working environment. So you can feel the anxiety inside schools and with teachers and even administration. You can feel that people are being asked to do more than they're capable of doing. Now, you can attribute that to a whole bunch of things, I think. Um, There's a better understanding now that we as people can't work 24 hours a day, seven days a week. That's just ridiculous. But that there's so much being asked of us as people in our work lives and our after when work's finished and still get it done lives. And with our families, you could be having small children caring for an elderly family member even you know there are people with fur babies and they are their priority and that's thoroughly understandable and that is taking a whole bunch of people's teachers time and money and emotional bandwidth so we're told to work to have this amazing work-life balance and that we can do it And there is no um, problem with being able to say, put boundaries and say no to, and that we aren't going to be expected to work outside of work hours in order to get things done. And there are people who manage it. There really are. But I would not categorize that as the majority by any means. There is no way in the world that I can get everything I need to get done in a day and still not do some portion of work at home. Now, I could draw the line and say, nope, I'm not doing this anymore. But that sort of contradicts my personality type, and that's a personal choice. I thoroughly recognize that. Not everybody can draw that line at all, partly, or never. So they burn out, and they burn out quickly. And because teachers do have time off that is guaranteed. There is a cavalier attitude to their, you know, the needing to support through throughout. The caregiver burnout factor is massive, and that again doesn't apply just in class, but it also applies to your family and how you're managing. The 
there's a lot of pressure as education changes. Trying to continue to do your job and do all the everything that you need to do in a day is hard enough. But then with all the changes, things like they drop, not even the drop, the, I'm trying to think of the best word to say, all of a sudden it's felt like, although when I think about it, it, there was nothing all of a sudden about it at all. Science of reading was really heavily on the map. And so there was a priority and there's a push to be current and prepared there was the support for that. It was a lot of learning on your own, taking your own time to figure it out. I spent a huge amount of time during a summer figuring out and then realized that I knew some things, but not nearly enough, and went back and do another deep dive all on my own time, unpaid. And that was an unwritten expectation. There was no training that was set out and explicit for teachers. And so your time will be out of the loop and that would be okay for a lot of people and understood, not where I was going with this, but more energy, more time, who has it? <sighs> so some other things that we're thinking is the matter of public opinion. Uh, again, the previous podcast was about the fact that we did a strike vote. So the results of that were 95% and 98%, depending on if you're your local or your provincial, in our case, union. And people were ready to strike. And I got to say that, like, I, I, I don't know where I'm falling on the line this time. I'm tired and I'm looking at money and that has put so much pressure but as soon as the public gets all of that, it's, oh, those lazy teachers, they have all this time off and they don't really work during the day. And the negativity that is so prevalent is draining. I can only imagine what the, I, I, I don't know how accurate this is, but I've heard that dentists have really high um, anxiety and stress rates because nobody likes the dentist. I'm not saying I want to go see the dentist every day, but I do like my dentist. But I can see how that would affect somebody's psyche. And when you're hated by large groups of people, and it's not that it actually is large groups of people. It's, you know, the squeaky wheel gets the um, grease. You're hearing, oh, you guys are lazy. You don't have any, you don't do anything. And that is very demeaning. And that causes anxiety and contributes to the factor of being done, being overwhelmed, not being able to cope. Um, so I'm thinking about how does one manage this? I don't have a straight answer. I know that everybody manages and copes differently. I know that I am trying really hard to draw some boundaries about when I'm doing things, the timing. I try not to do any work if I'm going to at home until after my family's in bed. Um, which is not always easy, but I think it's critical so that I'm present and that there is, you know, the focus on my family that they deserve and that I deserve to be able to spend time with them. But that works for me. That may not work for everybody else. And not everybody has the exact same demands. Like if you're dealing, for example, with an elderly parent, you may have to sleep at their, the place of living 
so that they are safe during the night. And you're going to get at rest from being an overnight caretaker. I mean, even we're very fortunate in Canada that we have a year to um, 18 months leave when you have a baby. But what leave do you have where you're not financially penalized to take care of elderly family members? So you're up all night with your family and then you're teaching all day. Of course you're done. Of course you don't have anything left in the bank. But how else are you going to pay your bills if you're not multitasking with both? Got to remember though, and how you get to this point and how you manage it is obviously very individualized. But if you've got nothing left and you don't have any energy left, then you're not doing anybody any service. Are you on your best teaching mind and game? And are you engaging and compelling your students to awesome learning if you feel like you're phoning in your lesson plans and your thoughts and your energy? Probably not. I mean, I'm sure there are like, here are people being a functional dot, 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 whatever negative attribute that they're trying to refer to. But are you being a functional teacher or are you being an engaged teacher if you are emotionally and even physically not even able to contribute anymore? I'm not convinced I could be and nor do I think that all of my coworkers would be able to be. But do we have an answer? No. Are the little things that work and help it sometimes? Absolutely. But we have a problem within our profession of not being able to do everything, manage all the requests and the needs of a growing and successful classroom and still be our own human selves at the end. So instead of looking at this for an answer, maybe it's the beginning of a call to action of how do we actually balance these things? And I've got to tell you, getting a, um, a slideshow from my employer saying, have a bath, light a candle, go to a yoga class is not helping me manage home and my family and the expectations that are put on me at work and on myself. That's not really helping. But there is at some point some recognition and respect that needs to be found for all teachers to know we are hard working people and we deserve to be recognized for that. And if we're not, you're going to have more and more people who just can't manage. So until next time, think about you are a priority, you are worth it, what works for you. Here's that call to action. Have a great day. Don't forget to follow my mom on Instagram at Education Honesty and Education Honesty on Facebook. Lastly, our email is educationhonestypodcast at gmail.com. Thanks for following. <laughs>